Welcome to Zichur Dov Simon Remember by Ram Goldar and the name of Zechur Sota Dov Chav Ches, the fifth parak Kashem Shahamayim. The Zichur Mesechur Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the few topics we're going to focus on number one in the Mishnah Rebbe Kiva taught Hamayim Botkin Oso the waters test him, which the Gemara here explains to mean the suspected adulterer will also die. The Gemara proves that Rebbe drusha is from the extra vav in the word uvau, and the water shall enter, and explains what he learns from all three instances of the word uvau and their extra vavs. Rebbe does not darshan the extra vavs, provides in another source that the waters test the adulterer. Let's post betamon pilyarech to cause the stomach to distend and thigh to fall. This refers to the adulterer's stomach and thigh. It cannot refer to hers because that's mentioned later. Rabbi explains that this Pusik teaches that the Kohen informs her of the order of her punishment, which is the reverse of the apparent order in the Pesukim, so no one should discredit the effectiveness of the water. Point number two is Hadam writes that What is the Pusik teaching by saying, and she had become defiled, and she had not become defiled? They have opposite implications, whether she's known to have been defiled or known to have not been defiled, and the Pusik falls by requiring the test of the waters. If she was known to be defiled, why did she drink? If it's known that she was not defiled, why does he cause her to drink? Either way, the test should not be required. Rather, her guilt or innocence must be unknown. The puzzle tells you that the case of doubt is forbidden, meaning she's forbidden to her husband until drinking the waters. Tosos adds that the Torah is teaching that she's definitely forbidden to her husband during the time of doubt, even if in truth she's innocent. And point number three, the Bryson continues, Mikana Tadano Sheretz. From here you can compare it to Sheretz regarding Tuma. If regarding Sota, who does not become forbidden to her husband, if she had illicit relations against her will or through error, where she thought it was her husband, Asibasafikavada, yet the Torah treated a case of doubtful defilement, like definite defilement, then Sheretz, which is Matame through contact regardless of intent, certainly cases of doubtful Tuma should be treated as definite Tuma. Limitations of this principle are also derived from Sota. Masota Rishusi Yachi just says Sota is prohibited only if she secluded in a private domain. Av Sheretz Rishusi Yachi, so to the law of doubtful Tuma from a Sheretz is only in a private domain. And just as the case of Sota is something with the intelligence to be asked if she became defiled, so too, the law of doubtful Tuma from Sheretz is only when the potential recipient of Tuma is something with the intelligence to be asked if it became Tame. But if the doubtful contact with Tuma occurred in a Rishusa Rabin, or if it occurred to something lacking intelligence, the doubtful Tuma is ruled Tahor. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah, Rebbe Kiva taught, a mind boat can also the waters test him, which the Gemara here explains to mean the suspected adulterer will also die. The Gemara proves that Rekiva's drusha is from the extra vav in the word uvau, and the water shall enter, and explains what he learns from all three instances of the word uvau and their extra vavs. Rabbi, who does not darshan the extra vavs, provides in another source that the waters test the adulterer. Let's post betamon pilyarech to cause the stomach to distend and thigh to fall. This refers to the adulterer's stomach and thigh. It cannot refer to hers because that's mentioned later. Rabbi explains that this puzzle teaches that the Kohen informs her of the order of her punishment, which is the reverse of the apparent order in the Pesukim, so no one should discredit the effectiveness of the water. Point number two is Tadam writes that What is the Pasuk teaching by saying, and she had become defiled, and she had not become defiled? They have opposite implications, whether she's known to have been defiled or known to have not been defiled, and the Pasuk falls by requiring the test of the waters. If she was known to be defiled, why did she drink? If it's known that she was not defiled, why does he cause her to drink? Either way, the test should not be required. Rather, her guilt or innocence must be unknown. 
The puzzle tells you that the case of doubt is forbidden, meaning she's forbidden to her husband until drinking the waters. Tosos adds that the Torah is teaching that she's definitely forbidden to her husband during the time of doubt, even if in truth she's innocent. And pointing with you, the Bryson continues, From here you can compare it to Sheretz regarding Tuma. If regarding Sota, who does not become forbidden to her husband, if she had illicit relations against her will or through error, where she thought it was her husband, yet the Torah treated a case of doubtful defilement, like definite defilement, then Sheretz, which is metame through contact regardless of intent, certainly cases of doubtful Tuma should be treated as definite Tuma. Limitations of this principle are also derived from Sota. Masota Rishusi Yachi just as Sota is prohibited only if she is secluded in a private domain. Av Sheretz Rishusi Yachi, so to the law of doubtful Tuma from a Sheretz is only in a private domain. And just as the case of Sota is something with the intelligence to be asked if she became defiled, so too, the law of doubtful Tuma from Sheretz is only when the potential recipient of Tuma is something with the intelligence to be asked if it became Tameh. But if the doubtful contact with Tuma occurred in a Rishusa Rabin, or if it occurred to something lacking intelligence, the doubtful Tuma is ruled Tahor. All right, so now we get our Simadav Chavches, and our standard Simon is a strong man. Koach, a strong man. So here goes. When the strong man adulterer working out in the gym began to swell and then exploded, the husband who had been forbidden to his wife because of a suffolk came into sea because he heard a commotion and found a dead sheriff with a picture of a sota wife inside of Rishusa Yachid in its mouth. Once again, it's slow motion. When the strong man adulterer, strong man, that must be chavches, koach. When the strong man adulterer working at the gym began to swell and then exploded, which reminds us we have a malchus from Bikiban Rebbe about the source that the soda waters also test the adulterer. So when the strong man adulterer working out in the gym began to swell and then exploded, the husband who had been forbidden to his wife because of a suffolk came into sea because he heard a commotion, which reminds us that the source that a sota is forbidden to her husband out of doubt comes from phrases in the Pasuk, and she had become defiled and she had not become defiled, which have opposite implications. So when the strong man adulterer working out in the gym began to swell and then exploded, the husband who had been forbidden to his wife because of a suffolk came into sea because he heard a commotion and found a dead sheriff with a picture of a sota wife inside of Rishuzi Yachid in its mouth. Which reminds us, the laws of Suffolk Tumor are derived from a sota, one of the principles being Masota Rishuzi Yachid, just as a sota is prohibited only if she is secluded in Rishuzi Yachid, of Sheretz Rishuzi Yachid, so to the law of doubtful Tumor from Sheretz is only in Rishuzi Yachid. So once again, when the strong man adulterer working out in the gym began to swell and then exploded, the husband who had been forbidden to his wife because of a suffolk came into sea because he heard a commotion and found a dead sheriff with a picture of a sota wife inside of Rishusi Yachid in its mouth. All right, so now it's time for four blabach chazara. Daf chavtalad. So the simmer daf chavtalad is a pitcher, a cud. So here goes. The group of women ineligible for the fit to be married sota pitcher, pitcher, that must be daf chavtalad, cud. The group of women ineligible for the fit-to-be-married Sota picture, which reminds us that more brings about focusing about if certain women are considered fit-to-be-married regarding their eligibility to drink the Sota waters. Muberes Chavero, Manikas Chavero, the pregnant former wife of his friend and the nursing former wife of his friend. Ilanis, Zakena, Ushaina, Rui, Lelid. An Ilanis, an old woman, and a woman who cannot give birth. So the group of women ineligible for the fit-to-be-married Sota picture, who first smirked when the pitchers were knocked over by an Arusa and Shomer's Yavam, 
arguing over which one of them would be excluded from Sota first, which reminds us the more brings Malchokas, Rabbi Yosan and Rabbi Yoshio, whether Akshomer's Yavim drinks from the Mesota. The Gemara notes they also argue about which case the Pasik is first excluding. Rabbi Yonason first excludes the Shomer's Yavam, because regarding an Arusa, it's the Arusa's own act of Kedushin that established the bond, as opposed to the Yavim's brother, and they stone for adultery because of him. Rabbi Yoshia first excludes an Arusa because a Shomer's Yavim can be acquired with any relations, even not for the purpose of marriage, whereas an Arusa must be acquired through Chuppah. So, the group of women ineligible for the fit-to-be-married Sota pitcher, who first smirked when the pitchers were knocked over by an Arusa and Shomer's Yavam, arguing over which one of them would be excluded from Sota first, got queasy when the Arusa was accused of having relations with her Arus in her father's house prior becoming a Sota, which reminds us. The Gemara asks why a Pasuk is needed to exclude an Arus and Shemar's Yavam from the law of Sota, because there's a principle taught by a Bryce that the Pasuk states, Mi isheich, other than your husband, which teaches Meshikad Meshchivas Baal Reboel. The Sota only applies when the husband's relations with her preceded the adulteress. Meshikad Meshchivas Baal Reboel, and not when the adulterer's relations preceded the husband's. An Arus has not yet had relations with the husband, so how could she possibly be a valid Sota? Rami Barchama answers, Kakon Shabbat in a case where the Arus had relations with her at her father's home, which do not affect Nisuan. Daf Chafe, so the Simmer Daf Chafe is a silver wedding anniversary. So here goes. It was an awkward moment at the red-themed silver anniversary party. Silver anniversary? That must be more Daf Chafe. It was an awkward moment at the red-themed silver anniversary party, when after the husband warned his wife she would lose her ksuba if she was an Oberis Aldas, which reminds us the Gemara inquires, an Oberis Aldas, a woman, who transgresses the code of Jewish conduct, meaning she goes to public places with her hair uncovered, does she require a warning to forfeit a ksuba, or did she not require a warning? The Gemara ultimately comes to prove that a warning is required before forfeiting a ksuba for an Oberis Aldas. So it was an awkward moment at the red-themed silver anniversary party when after the husband warned his wife she would lose her ksuba if she was an Overis Aldas and then publicly was Mocho's recent kinui, which reminds us. The more brings up Risa that proves that a husband may cancel his kinui. Rav Achim Rabina argued if the husband is only able to cancel the warning before she concludes herself, but not afterwards, when she's already forbidden, or if she can do so even afterwards. So, it was an awkward moment at the red-themed silver anniversary party, when after the husband warned his wife that she would lose her ksuba if she was an Oberis Adas, and then publicly was Mocho's recent kinui, his wife responded indignantly and revealed that she was an islandese and ineligible to drink the Sota water's Anyway, which reminds us that regarding an islandese, everyone agrees that she neither drinks nor collects her ksuba, because the Pasuk says, Then she'll be innocent and bear seed children, teaching that only Misha Darko Hazria, one whose way is to bear seed, is eligible for drinking, in Darko Hazria, excluding this islandese whose way is not to bear children from birth, as opposed to the elderly woman, or a barren woman who lost the ability to bear children through injury. So the Simmer is a military coup. So here goes. The tall, fair-skinned soldiers in red uniform soldiers, that must be more on Daf Chavav, military coup. The tall, fair-skinned soldiers in red uniforms, children of an exonerated Sota, which reminds us, Rebekiva says that the Pasek Nikos of Anizra Zera, she shall be proven innocent and bear seed teaches that if she was barren, she'll be remembered and bear a child. Rabbi Shmuel objected that if so, all barren women will intentionally make themselves Sotas in order to reap the benefits of this bracha, and a modest woman who doesn't engage in immoral behavior will not. 
Rather, the Pasuk teaches more minor blessings, which would not be an incentive to become a Sota. She might see Yoletus, but sorry, Yoletus Bereva. That if she formerly gave birth with pain, she'll give birth with ease. Nekevos Yoletus Zacharim. If she had females, she will bear males. Ksarim Yoletus Aruchim. If she had short children, she'll bear tall ones. Shechorim Yoletus Ilavanim. And if she had swarthy children, she'll bear fair ones. So the tall, fair-skinned soldiers in red uniforms, children of an exonerated Sota, who were on a mission to find the adulterer their mother had been warned against, which reminds us, Rabban Nuna said, over to Regarding an idolater, one can warn his wife not to be secluded with him, and he disqualifies a woman from eating truma if he has relations with her. So, the tall, fair-skinned soldiers in red uniforms, children of an exonerated Sota, who were on a mission to find the adulterer their mother had been warned against, found him hiding behind her dog, which reminds us, the mission had taught that the husband cannot warn against one who is not a man. After rejecting the first two interpretations, the more concludes, It means to exclude an animal because there is no harlotry regarding relations with an animal, meaning they are not considered relations despite incurring the death penalty. Our mission is teaching that warning against seclusion with an animal would not render her a sota. So the simmer is a kazoo. So here goes. The red kazoo band, kazoo, that must be more of Chavzayin. The red kazoo band playing at the chasna of a man and the daughter of a woman of ill repute, which reminds us, it's a malchokas whether it's better, if one has no choice, to marry a duma, a woman of ill repute, or a bas duma, the daughter of a woman of ill repute. The woman of ill repute comes from a tipa kashera, while the daughter may not, while the daughter has a cheska's kashus, which the mother does not have. The halakha accords Rabbi Yochan, who says it's better to marry the basdum, based on a brisa. Ish mazana a woman is mazana, has illicit relations. Her children are nonetheless fit for marriage to regular Jews, because rov be'ilos Most relations are with the husband, so the children are presumed to be his. So, the red kazoo band playing at the chasna of a man and the daughter of a woman, of ill repute, while the blind crippled the mute, so to exempt Bubby and Zaidi. Clap the long, which reminds us, it was taught in Brisa, when the Pasik says, When a woman shall stray while under a husband, the juxtaposition teaches to compare a man to a woman and a woman to a man in the laws of Sota. Therefore, they both cannot be blind, lame, or mute. So, the red kazuban playing at the chasm of a man and the daughter of a woman of ill repute, while the blind crippled the mute, so to exempt Bubby and Zaidi, clapped along, did not cheer up the miserable adulterer who was prohibited to the Sota even after. Rosma's death, which reminds us, different sources are brought for how we know just as she is prohibited to the husband, so too she is prohibited to the adulterer through the adultery even after her husband's death or divorce. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do you learn that one can make his wife a sota by warning her not to be with an idolater? That's on Duff. Chavav. Good number two. Which of you in the one who studied Torah and mission but did not serve Talmud Chachamim to understand the reasons for the mission is called an Ama Arts or a Boor? That's on Dav. Chabes. Good number three. Which of you in an island is neither drinks nor collects her ksuba? That's on Dav. Chavay. Good number four. Which of you in the regarding the source that the Sota waters also test the adulterer? That's on Dav. Good number five. Which stuff do you Whether it's better to marry if one has no choice, a Duma, a woman of ill repute, or her daughter? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which of you in the source that a Sota is forbidden to her husband out of doubt? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do you have a question whether an Overus Aldas requires a warning in order for her to forfeit her Xuba? That's on Duff. 
Good number eight. Which of the one the laws of Suffolk Tuma are derived from a sota? That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff we have a question whether a husband can be mochlis kinui, and if so, can he do so even after the wife is secluded? That's on Duff. Good. And number ten. Which stuff even both the sota and her husband may not be blind, lame, or mute? That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.